Hello, everybody tuning in, and happy Monday, whether it's Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday evening, or even if it's Tuesday. I won't hate you guys for listening to this a day late or beyond. Tonight, we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show, 7 p.m., 116 East 16th Street at The Stand. Guys, it's going to be amazing. We have six amazing, perfect comics tonight. Myself will be included that, making it seven. Come have dinner. Come have drinks. There's still a few tickets left. Check the link in this YouTube description or check my Instagram, Ted Jones World. This was like the weekend of Irish exiting for me, guys. I don't always, I, I don't always Irish exit, but when I do, um, you know, I do it pretty hard. If you don't know what Irish exiting means... Just basically means you leave somewhere without saying goodbye. I wonder where that actually comes from. I want to see if I can search it on Siri. Irish exit. I wonder why they actually call it Irish exiting. But let's see. In the U.S., the Irish exit or Irish goodbye is a satisfying way to deal with pleasantry overload. When it is time to leave a party, make a beeline for the door. Don't tell anyone. Don't thank the host. Just get out of there. I wonder why it's actually called that, though. Oh, it's because, like, you're supposed to be, like, assuming you were doing an Irish exit, it's that you were too drunk so that you leave uh, the party so you don't reveal how drunk you are, which may have been uh, valid in terms of what was happening this past weekend. On Friday night, I went to my sister's friend's birthday party for, like, an hour, and then I stopped by the stand for like 30 minutes, both of the places, both of them, I Irish exited. And then last night I went to a party at Asylum NYC where we've had the Ted Jones comedy show before and I Irish exited there too. (laughs) So I spent like two hours at like three, I guess you'd say parties this weekend and Irish exited out of them all. So it's three for three, all clean exits. But like, I feel like it's not a rude way to leave a party, you know? And maybe it wasn't even so Irish because at the... At the party that I left initially on Friday night, I said goodbye to the girl whose birthday it was. But then when I was at the stand, I didn't say goodbye to anyone. And then when I was at Asylum, I didn't say goodbye to anyone. I don't know. If like I'm with a group of people when I arrive, I'll probably tell them that I'm leaving. But if I didn't show up with anyone, I don't see the need to say goodbye to anyone. You know what I mean? Here, my back is on the Ted Jones world hat had to put it to the side but what's up guys hit me up on email we do have a juicy listener email today but hit me up ted jones world at gmail.com for a chance to have your email read on the podcast couch all right cool guys so i went to this museum today with my sister my sister's boyfriend and my cousin and what was it called i want to look it up here so i don't mess up the name so the place was called the Asamu Noguchi Foundation and Garden Museum. And guys, as soon as I got there or was about to walk in, Zach, my sister's boyfriend, told me that this couch here, this couch, this table here that we have is actually from the Noguchi line. So one of these tables, I think I got it from like CB2, if you guys have ever heard of that. But this is actually a Noguchi table, if you can see it here. Um... But it was exciting to go to that museum, and like I said, I only really have so much of an attention span, so I was there for like an hour before I left. But let's pick up this phone call from my sister and see if she has anything else interesting to add. Hey, what's up? 
Yeah. So the place that we went to was called the Noguchi Museum. Yeah. All right. Cool. It sounds like you guys are eating lunch. <laughs> All good. Sorry, I couldn't join you. All right, I'm doing the pod, so I'll talk to you guys later. All right, peace. Bye. No Gucci Museum. Yes, basically just like a lot of marble that you chip away at with one of your chipping tools. You know what I mean? Like a sledgehammer and the ice pick. It was cool in Long Island City. A little bit difficult to get to. Took the E train and then had to take an Uber from there because it was otherwise like a 30-minute walk or you had to take two buses. I'm not really such a bus guy. Are you guys bus people? bus or train i much prefer the train i just feel like when you're above ground on the bus it just seems like you're moving so slow and the city buses are not going over 25 miles an hour 25 miles an hour probably maximum and meanwhile those trains underground have got to be going pretty fast let's actually ask siri and see how fast these trains underground go how fast do MTA trains go. It says NYC subway trains can achieve 55 miles an hour, but usually run about 30 miles an hour per safety. Okay, so they go pretty much significantly faster than the buses do overground. And like, I don't know, the bus just seems like a lot more stressful because there's like a lot of stopping and starting, no seatbelts. I mean, <laughs> there are no seatbelts on the train either, but the bus, it just feels like you can fly into a window way easier i haven't taken the bus in a very long time not that like i'm against the bus Ugh, trying to make this hat stay but i'm definitely for the train over the bus took the vlog cam to the noguchi museum so check out that vlog that i'm posting on the ted jones world youtube channel uh still haven't figured out a title but don't worry it'll be clever and it'll be released tomorrow aka tuesday at 12 a.m guys make sure you come to that ted jones comedy show tonight 7 p.m it's gonna be a great time and if you can't make it to that show we have another one october 18th 7 p.m and then halloween night saturday night october 30th at 12 a.m that'll be an amazing show too but looking forward to all these ted jones comedy shows that we have because every single show there's amazing talent everybody has a great time and at the stand on these monday night shows 7 p.m people have dinner drinks we keep it like an hour and 15 minutes don't want to keep you guys there too long since it is a school night i feel like i actually do make my schedule around as if i were to have school the next morning just because i wake up so early and if i go to bed any later than like 10 30 there's no way i'd be able to wake up at the normal monday through friday time at 4 40 a.m you know what I mean? So I got to get in bed by at least, excuse me, the latest on some on a night that like I don't have a show or anything in particular on a school night. I'm in bed by like 9.30. Is that bizarre? I still have the same amount of hours during the day. You know, I might even have more hours during the day than people that are waking up at like 9 and going to bed at 11. You know, definitely have a couple more hours in the morning. And I feel like I'm so much more productive in the morning. When do you guys feel more productive? Like at night? During the day, Britney Spears' dad's conservatorship over her has finally ended after 13 years, and Britney's just posting nudes. This is like the same stuff she was doing a year ago, though, on her Instagram, you know? Well, at least she's living free. I support her. Imagine if Britney started in OnlyFans. That'd be crazy. I wonder why more people don't have OnlyFans. You know, like Black China is the number one earner on OnlyFans. I wonder if that's still the case. Is Black China the highest earner on OnlyFans? This article that was written two weeks ago says that Black China earns $20 million a month on OnlyFans. 
That's freaking nuts. Yeah, like imagine if a Rihanna or a Britney Spears had an OnlyFans. I mean, what, they'd be making like $40 million a month. Why don't they start an OnlyFans? Making 40 mil a month, not even to... Do you even have to get naked for 40 mil a month? I don't know if they would have to. Guys, if somebody started paying me around 40 mil a month for an OnlyFans, I'd think about it. I'd consider it. I don't know. What do you guys think I should do in a situation like that? I also feel like I've never taken the microphone off of the stand here and just held it and laid on the couch. That's what I'm doing right now. Got a lot of lights on in the studio, but hey... That's for the visual clarity. And if you guys didn't know, you're watching right now on the Ted Jones World YouTube. The reason why we have a world behind the couch is it's because Ted Jones World. You know what I'm saying? But the apartment is looking pretty clean right now. I haven't had a housekeeper here in a very long time. I did have a housekeeper like once every six or seven weeks, but she wasn't so reliable on time. You know, like she, she said she'll be at my apartment around 3 p.m., and then I'm still sitting in my apartment waiting for her an hour and a half later. And then she finally shows up. That's the thing, guys. Once you rely on unreliable people, I mean, you get annoyed. But whose fault is it besides mine? You know, when somebody shows you who they are, as they say, believe them. This is actually a pretty interesting position that I'm sprawled out on the couch here. I usually sit over there on the left side of the couch. Like when I'm watching TV here in the studio, the TV is on an angle. So you can tell that like where I usually post up on the couch stays the same. I've always kind of wanted an L couch in this apartment, but uh, this apartment slash studio, I don't believe would accommodate an L couch. And the amount of things that I have to just move around and maneuver because of the half living, half podcasting and such, it's difficult. You know, this apartment and studio, I should say is just big enough for everything in it, myself included. Could I have a roommate here? I mean, it would have to probably be a female, you know, because I would assume that somebody wouldn't want to, like, sleep on this couch here. But I don't know. I wonder how much I can charge and rent for somebody to sleep on this couch. You know what I mean? I don't know. Probably, probably charge someone, like, 300 bucks a month just to sleep on the couch. I'd have to have them clean up stuff in the kitchen though maybe make dinner and lunch foods pack me a lunch before i go out in like a brown bag that'd be funny too but what else is up guys let me know ted jones world gmail.com ted jones world on instagram we've had a number of interesting guests come through the couch in these past few weeks my sister came on the couch last episode if you guys didn't catch that one that we posted last thursday check that out as well but honestly any time we have communication with another person another being on this couch or virtually it always is a good time so uh never really freak out about what i'm going to talk about or what we're going to talk about when you know we have a conversation you know what i'm saying the conversation just picks itself so guys i almost got scammed like three days ago i don't want to say i almost got scammed because i was pretty sure I was like pretty confident that it was a scam in general. So somebody slid into my DMs. And when I say somebody, I think it was just probably like a bot type. But I want to read you guys this uh, this scam message that I got. And I had also heard from a few other people or seen on other people's story that they got the same scam message. So I'm going to read this to you guys right here. So somebody sent me a DM. First of all, their Instagram profile looks legit. They have a private account. Maybe not so legit. The account name is Charles Lay Gilmore. 
So they have six posts, 1,200 followers, and they're following 15. So they set, liked like 10 pictures on my Instagram feed and then send me a message that says this. Hey, exclamation point, do you do private comedy gigs? And I go, yes, absolutely. And they go, I was hoping you could do a comedy video for my wife. Our anniversary is coming up, willing to pay 300 bucks. So this was fresh. This was Friday morning. I was like, okay, cool. A private little comedy gig, 300 bucks. I'm into it. Let's get more details. I go, sure, that could be done, exclamation point. Please email tedjonesworld at gmail.com and describe the details regarding what exactly you have in mind. We can schedule a call as well. And this person goes, if you can tell some jokes, maybe roast a few celebrities, then just tell her I love her. That should be good. You can just pick random popular celebrities. Five to ten minutes should be perfect. Her name is Martha, while I'm Gilmore. The first flag that went off in my head when I was like, roast a few celebrities. Like, okay, what do you want me to say? That seems pretty vague. And then also, this person's name being Gilmore. G-I-L-L-M-O-R-E. I've never met a person named Gilmore. The only time I've even heard the name Gilmore is from Happy Gilmore. So, red flag number one, I suppose. Maybe number one and a half, if you're going to say maybe roast a few celebrities and then this guy's name being Gilmore. I go, great, Dash, can prepare this for you. When do you need it by? I said, Venmo me and then let me know what date you need this video for. Thanks, Gilmore. He goes, 10th of October. I'll need your full name and email to write you a mobile check for payment. So right here, I told them to Venmo me and they want to write me a mobile check. Hmm, seems fishy. So I give him my full name and then I give him a uh, secondary email address that I have. I didn't give just the Ted Jones World uh, email address. I gave both. So then this is where it gets sketchy. I get a message like 20 minutes later that says, hey, exclamation point. There was a mistake with the check. I requested 3000 instead of 300 to the account manager. And now he wrote a check for that amount. I won't be able to request another check for... I won't be able to request another check for another month. I'm trying to see what I can do. I'll get back to you soon. Then they message me an hour later. Hey, I just spoke to my account manager. So apparently there's really nothing I can do. Should I still send the check? You'll just help me send the balance back. I know I can trust you. So I like the message. And then they message me again. Should I send it? I said, yes, dash. This sounds odd though. Would prefer the use of Venmo. And then this person goes, I use a business account. So it doesn't support third-party apps. That's my only option. I go, okay. He goes, should I send it? I said, yes. And then the guy goes, I just sent it over. You can go ahead and make the deposit. Let me know if you got it. So I get a check, guys, for $3,000 from an LLC that just says Rock Tide LLC. And it looks like my name is put on the check. And it looks like a whiteout name. So I get the $3,000 check and I go, you want me to write you a check for $2,700? And he goes, I can get a friend to receive it for me through Zelle. So I'm like, what? And then I go, sure. And then the guy goes, thanks. Let me know when you've made the deposit. I didn't respond to that because I knew it was sketch. And then the next morning I get a, hey, exclamation point. Did you make the deposit? I respond simply and say, enough. Scam. So the way I found out that this was a scam, I searched Rock Tide LLC into Google and there was a GoFundMe from another artist, like a musician that fell for this scam and made a GoFundMe to try and get money back from this um, elaborate scheme that they had going on. So these people were reaching out to comedians 
and sending them a check for $3,000 and then expecting comedians to wire them money, wire them $2,700 back into an account. I don't know if this worked for anyone. I hope it didn't. (laughs) I really hope it didn't. But guys, with these scams, you got to be careful. Even like on TikTok, I'll comment on one of these maybe in real estate influencer people or like motivational speaker influencer people. And I put like flame emojis or I'm like, let's go with five exclamation points. And then a, a replica or a spam version of the guy who I wrote the comment on. Let's say it's like Grant Cardone or it's like contra- contrarian dude or some of these YouTube users. People will make an account with the exact same name with like one letter mixed up. So it's like Grant Cordone instead of like Grant Cardone. And they'll try and get you to send money through Bitcoin to them, pretending to be like these, like the actual person whose account it is. So a lot of scam going on. Got to be careful with uh, how you're handling your money. People have been saying, I guess for a while now, that in terms of like having your crypto on a platform on your phone isn't a good idea just because there's been so many hacks. So I have all my crypto on a cold wallet, you'll call it. Basically a code uh, USB drive that I need 24 words to even open and transfer to. So that's pretty safe. But like I've never had an issue with my Chase account or like Bank of America account. I used to have a Bank of America account. Never really had an issue with that in terms of like it potentially being hacked. But Hackers are getting more clever, and I've seen episodes of American Greed where these hackers just take advantage of older people's retirement funds, their pensions. I don't even know, but you got to be careful out here with these scammers and hackers, guys, because they'll freaking uh, freaking take your money. They do not care. I've seen some of the videos on like TikTok and such where the scammer gets scammed himself or he'll end up losing money just because people know how to deal with the scammers. Do you guys like it that I'm holding the microphone this episode? This is the first time I've ever just fully taken out the microphone out of its stand and held it. I guess I'm just getting ready for tonight's show, guys, 7 p.m. If I don't see you there, I'll be upset, but don't worry about it. You come to the next show, October 18, 7 p.m., and if you can't make that show... Then you'll come to the next one, Saturday night, Halloween night, October 30th. What am I going to wear? You guys just wait and see. It's going to be crazy. I have a few costumes that I'm thinking about wearing, but um, all of them are going to be very exciting. And I guarantee you're going to find it very, very interesting. But let's get to this listener email, okay? Okay, here we go. Maria, 28 from Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Ted. My boyfriend and I have been dating for eight months, but the last two months, things have gotten a little bit weird between us. He never used to be so active on his phone, especially when he wasn't talking to me. But now within the last two months, it's really picked up. I know that he does talk to some of his boys about like fantasy football and such, but I don't know. I get like a weird hunch that every time he's texting someone, he doesn't want me to see who he's texting. All right, this sounds a little bit sketchy. And I don't know what to do. The last thing I want to do is look through his phone, but I feel like I have to. I know his phone code. What do you think? Should I go through his phone? Should I ask him what the deal is? Please help me solve what my boyfriend has been doing the past two months. All right, Maria, deep, juicy email. Thanks for writing in all the way from Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? So the past two months, um, I'd say that it could be fair that your boyfriend maybe is getting into fantasy football 
life? I mean, is that possible? Guys who are in a fantasy football league, I know, get super intense around game days, Sundays, you know, are super action-packed with the boys in terms of, like, group chatting and everything. But, like, I don't know. I've definitely said this before on the podcast, guys, and the vlog. I feel like it's sketchy when people put their phone face down, right? Like, last episode, my sister was on, and she was putting her phone face down here on the couch so you couldn't see any notifications that are coming up on the screen that in general just irks me and maria you know his password on his phone don't go through his phone and if he is cheating on you i'd say that this weird behavior would continue for the next upcoming weeks and it's always cool to like talk about it and ask or say something like you've been acting like a little bit sketchy like what's the deal i've never seen you on your phone this much when you're not talking to your boys or talking to me are you texting other people? There's, you know, there's always going to be some sort of defense response, you know, if the person is lying or if the person is not lying. Just because if the person's not lying, they'd be like, why would I do that to you? Like, you don't trust me. Or if the person is lying, they might say the same thing. So being defensive and defending yourself, while it is the same thing, I think that there are two ways to look about that. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's being defensive and they're lying to you, they might try and turn the tables on on you, the person who's trying to dig for the truth. Because, like, if the boyfriend wasn't lying and just ended up texting his boys more, maybe because it is football season, I think that when you are being accused of being sketchy and you're actually genuinely not being sketchy, you'll offer up things to, like, try and make your girlfriend or Maria, in this case, make you feel more comfortable with the situation right? Like maybe your boyfriend, I don't know your boyfriend's name, but maybe Tom, let's say his name's Tom would be like, no, babe, like look through my phone or babe, I'm doing this uh, specifically. But like if the, if Tom has reasons for why he's been using his phone and has been acting weird with his phone, then maybe that's something to listen to. But if he's just like, oh no, you're crazy. You shouldn't believe what you're thinking in your head. Like, are you dumb? Blah, blah, blah. I think that like an attack mode me is more so that somebody's lying. You know, like if somebody accused me of doing something and I wanted that person to know that I was being truthful in what they were accusing me of, I'd open my whole book, my, all my books, you know, I go from the cover to the back page. You know what I mean? Look through my phone, check my DMs. No, there's nothing sketchy going on. You know, I think that's one way to respond if you're innocent. And then one way to respond if you're guilty though, is attacking on that front. Do you guys feel me? You know, everybody listening, do you think I'm giving the right advice here to Maria and Tom? If Tom has a reason for why he's been on his phone more, maybe like trying to hide it from his girl or feels like Maria is getting um, getting the silent treatment sometimes or she feels that Tom's being weird. You guys think I'm right? I think I am right. Just because when you go at a liar or something and they're lying, I think that they'll tend to attack you back. And try and be defensive because that's like the best way to try and convince somebody that you're telling the truth is just like attacking, right? But that's also where you'd get in trouble, meaning you are lying, right? Excellent email. Well, excellent email. I don't want to say, I don't want to say that. Thank you very much for the deep email, Maria. Hopefully we gave you some good advice here, but I'd say let it Go on maybe another two weeks and then uh, get to the issue. Let them know exactly why 
you've been feeling like he's being sketchy because it sounds sketchy, but maybe it's because again, like I said, football season's coming out. Maybe he's gotten into more contact with some of his old boys from college, something like that. But, um, it could be like 60, 40 here. I 60%. I'm saying he's being a good guy. And then 40%, he could be a not good guy in this certain type of situation. Ted Jones comedy show tonight, 7 PM guys. There are a few tickets left. Make sure you check the link in this YouTube video or go to the Ted Jones world Instagram. Follow your boy on Instagram, Ted Jones world. Send me an email, Ted Jones world at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys on the couch again, Thursday. Peace.